You're listening to the Story Team Weekly Podcast, where we tell honest and encouraging stories about people whose lives have been transformed by the gospel. I'm Stephen Bush with the Austin Stone Story Team. From the Field is a series of stories about people from the Austin Stone who are sharing the gospel around the world. Today we will hear from Casey, one of our goers who is serving in the Middle East. He tells us about the surprising results of a conversation he had with a Muslim friend about Jesus. Anna is me Casey, and My name is Casey, and I am in the Middle East, and my wife and I have been there about two years. I'm not like a natural evangelist, you know, it's not something I have a whole lot of experience with. And it's overwhelming if we go overseas and think that somehow by our own power, we're going to convince these people that Jesus did die for their sins and raised from the dead. You know, my responsibility is to be faithful and it's the Lord's responsibility to open up their heart. We were preparing to go back to the States to visit family, and my wife is pregnant. And up until very shortly before we left, I had been feeling like, what are we doing here? You know, I'm learning this language, and I'm not doing a very good job of sharing the gospel often or clearly. And I was very much discouraged, like, maybe this is not what Jesus has for me. But conversely, I had been encouraged by a friend who's further along the language than me, and He had a friend who had heard some of the gospel, heard some stories from the Bible before from other fellow workers, but he had not had the gospel laid out for him in certain terms. But this friend of mine went out with this Arab guy and sat down with him and boldly and forwardly shared the gospel with him. This is who Jesus is. This is what he did for us on the cross. This is what your response needs to be to receive that forgiveness. And he thanked him for it. And I was so encouraged by that, you know, that like boldness bears fruit. So I, right before we left, had a friend of my own that I really love and have known for a while and wanted to share the gospel with him. So I went out to a cafe with him and asked him if I could share with him the biblical meaning of sacrifice and kind of started in creation and moved to Christ and explained to him how Jesus' sacrifice is the final sacrifice and the one that covers all of our sins, if only we'll believe in him. And I get to the end of this part of our conversation and he looks at me and we're speaking in Arabic and he says, Hadamuktana, which means that's very convincing. And we proceed to have about an hour-long conversation, and the gist of it is that he is really wrestling with who Jesus is. He had had a recurring dream that he felt like was God speaking to him, and it was a little bit vague, but there's a light in the distance, and he desires to arrive at that light but can't get to it in the dream. He doesn't have the energy or ability to get there. And he said to me in Arabic, he said, I feel like something is knocking on the door of my heart. And I just about fell out of my chair. I leaned forward and was like, I'm just going to speak frankly with you here, but that's exactly what Jesus says that he does. Like he says he knocks on the doors of our hearts. 
And he said, I'm putting my hand on the doorknob and taking it off and putting my hand on the doorknob and taking it off. He said, I feel mitwatr, which is like uncertain because he said, for all of my life, I've had this set of beliefs and this direction for my life, but here's this. And I recognize that if I believe this, I have to be fully committed. And, you know, I affirmed him in all of those things and, and just tried to encourage him that I felt that it was, it was very clear to me that God is actually speaking to him and working on his heart, you know, truly is knocking on the door of his heart. And he asked me, he said, who do you say that Jesus is? You know, is, is he God or is he something else? And I said, Jesus is God. And his response was, you know, Jesus is different than all the other prophets. And he proceeds to tell me that, you know, all the other prophets had some ritual or set of steps that they would take. You know, Moses had his staff or they would fast and then a miracle would occur. But he said, you know, Jesus had the power to heal. And he's preaching to me, you know, about who Jesus is and how he's different than all the other prophets. And for a Muslim to respond to the idea of Jesus being God in a positive manner is, in my experience, so rare. And this happened the day before we left. I had been so discouraged for months, and then God just put this in my lap for my encouragement and obviously slotted me into his life for his moving forward in the faith. And we we're certainly praying that he'll come to faith. He's not yet committed to Christ, but in that conversation, he did commit to start reading the Bible with me. And he said, the world pulls you in all these directions. So he said, I want people around me, you know, to read with so that I can, you know, stay focused on the most important things. And I was like, yeah, I'm in, like, let's do it. I mean, that was with a non-believer, probably the most significant spiritual conversation I've ever had. I was just blown away by it. You know, it was so filling and encouraging for me. And after having a number of, you know, discouraging experiences, to, to realize that that doesn't mean Jesus isn't at work or that he can't use me. It was the major reason, major encouragement for us, you know, coming back when, you know, we we're in the States and we're with family and my wife's pregnant and we miss our families. And, you know, it feels good to be in a place that, you know, we still feel like it's home for us in a lot of ways. But every time I felt like, man, you know, what are we doing living in the Middle East? I just remember my friend and be like, that's why we're in the Middle East. That's why we need to go back because he wants to study the scriptures and he wants to do it with me. Three months after we recorded this interview with KC, he gave us a call and this is what he had to say. Hey, what's going on, man? Okay, so last time we talked about how he, um, my friend, wanted to read the scriptures. And um, if we were fast forward a couple of months, we got to read several times together. I share the gospel with him again. It's um, myself, another friend of mine, and then this local guy. And uh, at the end of my presentation of the gospel, I guess, I ask him, you know, so where would you say that you're at? Are you still living in the world in brokenness and trying to fix this brokenness on your own? Or are you in God's kingdom? 
And he says to me, he says, Taban fi malakut Allah, which is like for sure in the kingdom of God. And uh, he tells me basically two things that in his mind confirm for him that he is truly in God's kingdom. And the first thing is, is he says, he in Islam had not experienced any power for change. He said, I would go into the mosque and I would come out of the mosque the exact same. Once I started trying Jesus's path, I started to change and experience God's power to change in my life. And the second thing that he said, he has had reoccurring dreams of Jesus coming to him. He was in his home and it was at night and then there was a someone at the door knocking, asking to be let in. And he was sure in his mind that in the dream it was Jesus. So I asked him, I say, who do you say that Jesus is? And he, he says, he looks at me and says, well, I'm not 100% sure and I'm still learning, but I think he's God in the form of a man. <laughs> and my buddy and I are like, oh my gosh, like that is amazing, that is true, that is what the scripture says about Jesus. We ended up in um, the Great Commission, Matthew 28, and uh, went through the Great Commission to kind of clarify for him what Jesus asks of those that truly will follow him. Um, so we worked through, you know, Jesus having all authority on heaven and earth. And I asked him, I was like, have you given him all authority in your life? And he says, yes, I have. He says, he goes, yeah, it's kind of like a light. You don't put a light on the ground. You, you hang a light up high so that everyone can see it. I stopped because I know that some people had, got, you know, kind of gone before us and ministering to him in some ways. And so I asked him, I was like, have you read that before? Or, you know, have you, has someone told you that before? And he says, no, it's just kind of coming to me. And so I, so I open the scriptures and I show him, you know, in the gospels where Jesus said that very thing. And he, and he reads it and he goes, I'm getting goosebumps. And he goes, see, like there's a connection between me and God. Like God is speaking to me. And I mean, I just couldn't believe it. You know, it was amazing. My co-laborers were telling me that this guy who's just come to faith has been teaching this other guy who's a couple steps behind him in his walk of faith. They've been going through, I think, one of the Gospels. And so he's already essentially discipling somebody else into the faith. I, I'm confident to say that, you know, that he has chosen to follow Jesus and committed himself to, to the Lord. Join us next week as we continue our new series, From the Field. You will hear from one couple living in the Middle East and how they struggle to choose between family and the people they are ministering to. Yeah, so a couple months ago, um, we found out my mom was diagnosed with ALS, and we thought we would have a couple of years, and then we got the call on Thanksgiving that week upon week it's getting drastically worse. And so, yeah, in order to have time with my mom, with my mom still being my mom, now would be the time to move. If you have been moved by this story and feel led to support the work of these goers financially, you can find more information at austinstone.org forward slash send. The Austin Stone Story Team is a ministry of the Austin Stone Community Church. You can find more of our stories at austinstone.org forward slash stories.
Thank you for listening to the Story to Weekly podcast. We will see you next week.